Today's episode is brought to you by the Daily Bugle newspaper, uh, your number one source for all things Spider-Man, pictures of Spider-Man, articles about Spider-Man, uh, opinions about Spider-Man, anything Spider-Man, go to the Daily Bugle. And if you think print is dead, you're a menace. Yeah, these are the great rock and roll tones from the Broadway musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. (laughs) That classic Spider-Man everybody's into. Everybody's favorite Spider-Man piece of of media. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 26 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. Uh, sorry, Max. I interrupted you. We were. Oops. Let's just turn off the song. Um, <laughs> what were you gonna say about that beautiful piece of YouTube? Uh, didn't somebody die during that performance? Or, uh, or I know. I hope. Open, hopefully, open. no. I don't think. I, thought, I think. I think that was a rumor. I don't know if that was a uh, confirmed kill. I don't, I don't somebody, think anybody, <laughs> somebody definitely got hurt during it. Yeah. Like, uh, several people. Right. Yeah, several yeah. people got hurt. Okay. But people get uh, not to not to excuse the the show, but like people get hurt doing like Cirque du Soleil yeah. too. So it's not like and to be fair, Spider Man yeah. tried to save the guy. That's but, like, yeah, that's true. We don't true. know if the web caught him and his neck was already broken or not. Oh my god! So he it's like Gwen Stacy <laughs> situation. Ca- Spoiler for yeah. Amazing Spider Man too. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, it's already been paved over. Yeah, it's been erased. <laughs> it has been erased uh, thanks to Spider Man finally coming home. In in Spider Man finally coming home. In Spider Man finally coming home. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Oh oh great. It's back to formalities. Yes, it's going well. How are you doing, Andrew? I have something in my eye. That's too bad. Do you want to? Isn't stop it really doing the podcast forever? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Can we? Yeah, I was looking for an excuse to end <laughs> this show immediately. I've been waiting uh, for this, this. eye thing. Um, I'm doing good. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing swell. It's a beautiful day out walked up here i could have used a little uh webbing to get here huh i'm gonna stay because remember we watched spider-man what huh spider-man i'll tell you all about it okay great okay i watched- truthfully i never see any of the movies that we talk about i just read off of spoiler f- message forums and oh, wikipedia okay. pages do they have cliff notes for movies surely surely <laughs> surely okay they probably did for cliffhanger uh, yeah. tons of cliff notes for that one Ooh. Was that Stallone punching it up? Hey, I've got some cliff notes for you. <laughs> I bet he calls those stone notes. Yeah. Hey, stone 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 notes. Mm. Sylvester Stallone stone notes. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. And they're trademarked. Hello? <laughs> they cost extra. Yeah, I have to pay him every time I say it on mic. Um yes, but yes, I I I bet I didn't go here as Spider Man is what I was saying. I wasn't being a Spider Man on the way here. What's you weren't on? being a Spider Man? <laughs> no, barely at all. Okay, great. Uh cool. Well, uh I, I before we get into <laughs> looks like I got a little Spider Man webbing on my mouth there. Okay, but you okay, do you can do a Spider Man yeah. webbing? Okay. I thought mine ruled. Um Robert, you said let's talk about some movies that we'd seen. Uh, I don't have the theme song queued up, so you know, don't you forget about me. You can, wiggle, 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 you can drop it in. Fuck, shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, movies we've seen? Okay. All right. We're in. Uh, Robert, what movie did you see? I rewatched uh, City of God, which is a, I believe it's about 
Rio de Janeiro. Uh, it's about Brazil, so I'm assuming, but I, I, I assume it's. So Brazilian. it's about when they filmed Fast Five in Rio. Yeah, it was a it was a uh, <laughs> it's a 90 minute static shock of the statue. It was no, it was just like a documentary about like how horrible it was in the favelas after like they <laughs> they broke through and destroyed everyone's homes. Um, no, it's a it's sort of a. Um, I would almost compare it to like a Goodfellas where it starts off in like these, these slums and there's like these teenage robbers that kind of rule their neighborhood and sort of the way that they kind of like move up in the world. And two of the younger kids who kind of look up to them at the time become like the biggest drug dealers, kind of like enforcers in the city of God, which is the big slum in the middle of Rio. Um, and it's like a really incredible film and it's really well shot. And, um, yeah, just really beautiful. I want to say it was made probably like early 2000s, but um, yeah, it's just a really incredible film. I How about you get your facts straight next time that? you talk oh. about a movie on the podcast? I am certain it wasn't made in the 80s. Okay. Oh, right. Really? Cool. Yeah, definitely go check it out, though. It's it's a, it's a brilliant film. Max, what'd you see? Uh, I saw Moonlight, I Ooh. think most notably. Yeah, that's a good movie. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, the Oscar said so too. The Oscar <laughs> eventually. eventually. Yeah. Well, I think they've been looking for our tacit agreement yeah. in their giving of the Oscar. Yeah. So and now they can put finally, it in yes, box. Max Andrew, we approve of the Oscar. Yes, you haven't seen it, Rob? Not yet. No, not yet. I, I re- recommend it highly. I don't want to say too much about it because it is so good, and you should sure. obviously watch it. And uh, there's probably a lot out there on it. I have uh, I have expectations, but I'm going to try and go in and just mm-hmm. see how it is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really know anything about it. Uh, I knew nothing going yeah. in, and I was like really pleasantly surprised. And like, I I thought some of the, yeah, I won't say anything about the plot. You thought it was the sequel to Moon. I thought it was the sequel. Yeah, where's I thought, Sam Rockwell? Yeah, where's this moonlight coming from? I wonder. <laughs> and then you look up at the moon, and then Sam Rockwell's up there. Um, I I was very surprised by some of the the points that the movie made and some of the character details that occurred. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to say too much, but sure. I was just, I was very pleasantly surprised where the movie went and it, yeah. it was, yeah, yeah really good. Very, very smart. Yeah. What about you, Drew? Uh, well, let's talk about movies that are really smart that I saw. Uh, I mentioned it on the Facebook page a couple weeks ago, but I didn't talk about it on the air. I saw The Mummy. Oh yeah, you never talked about it. <laughs> yeah, mm. are, we, saw, are you okay? <laughs> I'm look. I'm fully entrenched in the dark universe now. Oh, okay. this is the, the dark in. universe version of Andrew. So you cannot wait for that Invisible Man trailer to come out. God, Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, finally a role I can get behind before oh I don't have to God. see him. <laughs> <laughs> so he still gets paid though, so that really doesn't work out. Maybe it's invisible makeup. Like he's, you know, they told him he's invisible. Yeah. Ooh, I'm woke. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, this was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where was that going? Let's this see. Was, yeah, let's okay, number one, no, let's be clear. I was doing trying to do a Jack Sparrowy kind of thing, but I don't yeah. know what. He's a chameleon anyway. Who can pin down a, an impression of that guy? Right. <laughs> Try doing an impression of him as a uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, I'd rather not. <laughs> Just hated that. How about an impression of him in Transcendence? As Transcendence, Evelyn. I'm part of the internet. Whoa. <laughs> Johnny Depp's here. Yep. He's infected the microphones. That wasn't Robert talking. He was uh, he was amazing in uh, Edward Scissorhands. I maintain that, but yeah, th- that's about it. <laughs> he was amazing in a movie 25 years ago. So the dinosaurs are amazing in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to say the dinosaurs are amazing and they're, just like, they're, and they're like yeah, billions of yeah. years old. And they're, yeah, their performances were, I mean, you see some actors that are just, they can't, uh, <laughs> I think it's just been like in general, dinosaurs are an amazing and thing that happened. Cool, yeah. So. Um, yes, I saw the mummy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it is fucking like as bad as you 
think it's going to be and as stupid as it's going to be, it's worse and dumber. How is it compared to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Max. I didn't think it was dumber. Did you you see it? I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Why is this happening to me? (laughs) What's happening? Well, we were going to do a podcast on it and we didn't want to invite you, but yeah. then we, we, be, we did. We did what, a, that would be yeah. really awkward if yeah, all of a sudden it comes up in my feed that there's some, a, lot, a lost episode <laughs> and you saw The Mummy. Yeah. Um, how does it compare to Gods of Egypt, another Egyptian? Well, I guess this one isn't Egyptian themed. It's the fact The Mummy isn't even in Egypt, right? Like it's in the Middle East where they find it? It's in, it's in the Middle East. Yeah. They find it in Iraq. That's not Egypt. You're right. Okay. It's not. So it's about as much a mummy as like the Dragon Emperor in the third mummy movie. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, so Matt, I mean, did you just have low expectations going in and that's why well, it wasn't dumber? Well, well, they were, yeah, they, I mean, they were extremely low, but it, I mean, it was bad. I just don't think it was offensively uh, as, bad. No, it was still offensively bad. It just, I'd guess dumb isn't the word I would use. Was it I would fun? Use, did like, you enjoy boring, anything about it? No. I use corny. Oh. Um, uh, I don't think I know. I didn't enjoy oh. anything. It's it's so weird because it's was like... Was there any scene that was... I mean, we could say spoiler, but like, was there any good set piece or anything like that? I No, because like, it's it suffers from like the Batman movies where like almost all the action takes place at night. So mm-hmm. it doesn't like... What about when London's getting hit with a mummy storm? Oh, the mummy storm That scene. looked like a really uplifting and cool scene where all of London's getting destroyed. Yeah. I honestly, it's, I don't remember that scene and so what is, at all. Okay. What about Tom Cruise? Because he does, hey, I'm assuming he has that was powers. My, that was my whole, so that was my whole thing going in. Cause Can we, we just say spoilers in case anyone gives a crud? Hey, if you want to see the mummy, uh, number do one, <laughs> do it. It's the best movie. Give him, give the dark universe more money is what it definitely needs. Um, it sounds so sinister. <laughs> It is, it's just not, it's not fun. And I like, but the, I think the saddest part is that they're trying really hard to make it fun. Like, you think so? Yeah. I think there's like the whole Jake Johnson character Uh, is like them trying to shoehorn. Yeah. Jake Johnson from, (laughs) yeah. The radio from the radio surfer, old surfer dad himself. That's right. Yes. I was trying to think of any of his songs like that. Well, surfer dad's not one of his songs. That's one of our former guest and f- and current friend ben oh. used to make a song make up a song called surfer dad no i think he has a cartoon coming out called surfer dad and it's starring jack johnson not jake johnson well who is this who is the he and the mummy or who is he's well so he's nick a miller on the new girl oh, okay. but he's um tom cruise's like excavation partner okay. in the movie and his best friend who spoiler alert dies like 10 minutes into the movie oh and he's sort he gets like he's the first person infected by the mummy curse so what does that do brings you back to life it but it doesn't really bring him back to life as much as like he just sees his ghost throughout yeah. the movie wait what but the, he's like a funny ghost so like he's oh, trying it's to like american werewolf in london how his like friends dead and keeps yeah up. yeah but like rip off he's like he's an Ameri- he's american try- werewolf in uh, uh iraq <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's an American mummy in Iraq. An American werewolf that walks a home alone at night. Um, he's trying to encourage Tom Cruise to like give in to the mummy. But this it's, is exactly American Werewolf. But he's like they should have saved it for the remake of the Werewolf. <laughs> yeah, didn't they already do that with Antonio Banderas? Or, uh, or, uh, that wasn't uh, part of the dark. Oh, universe. this is a this is a that uh, beer commercial all over again. Oh boy! Uh, no, 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 no. There was like in the last. Benicio del Toro. Yeah, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, this you are literally mixing up the actors from the that was it a Heineken commercial? I, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't turn into a werewolf in the Heineken commercial. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
So anyways, it's it just it fails spec I just think it fails spectacularly in everything. The jokes aren't funny, the action is bad. Yeah. I I was like I went in thinking, you know what? It's a Tom Cruise movie. At the very least Tom Cruise is fun in action movies. Yeah. He's so It's not that he's checked out cuz I actually heard that a lot of his movies remade with his image in mind. But it, hmm. and like that's part like I think and I can't tell if that's like cuz it's come out that I think some of the film creators have said like, oh, well, don't blame us. Tom Cruise actually wanted a bunch of this stuff in, so that's why it doesn't make sense. What stuff? The I, mummy stuff? <laughs> I can't tell. Well, maybe. Um, I can't tell if the movie suffers from that or if it was just a bad movie to begin with and they're just trying mm. to blame, shift blame, like everybody's trying to blame each other oh. for it not working. Um, yeah, I guess a lot of the stuff that happens with Tom Cruise in the movie he has a much bigger role in the movie because Tom Cruise insisted and I'm trying to remember her name, but the the female mummy in the movie who was also in Kick Ass. She's gonna be in or atomic, not Kick Ass. I think she's um, gonna be an atomic blonde too. What was that movie? Oh, uh, the Kingsman. Kingsman. Oh, with that's the right. with the knife. Legs. Oh, uh, Gazelle. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, um, she's the mummy, and I guess her role was was. I, taken down a bit and his role was amped up well okay and so and this seems to be like probably the biggest the biggest spoiler but like he's on the path to become a mummy in the movie tom Cruise. at the end of the movie spoiler alert he becomes the mummy okay great uh, i was hoping he, he becomes a guy on a horse that's true he's not like hands. it's not like it's not like in the movie he's all of a sudden like wrapped up in toilet paper toilet paper yeah he it shows him finds a toilet paper like it begins yeah huh i've got an idea and then uh, I Frankenstein shows up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, there is a very clumsy scene where uh, where Doctor Jekyll Hot slash Mister Hyde shows up, and yes, yeah. even his like introduction to the movie where he says, "It's me, Doctor." He says something. Like, it's almost to the a degree of, "Hey, it's me, Doctor Jekyll." It's so like ham fisted and just like like it was supposed to be like a a reveal like in a Marvel movie where you finally yeah. think like, "I bet that guy's gonna be." So and so, and then he says like, "Uh, you know, um, the name's Hyde. I mean, Je- uh, uh, Jekyll. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Um, it's really clumsy and ham-fisted, and I just, it's not good. And like, for a movie that's supposed to kick it, off, a, kick off a huge franchise, it is such a stumble a across multiple movies. Not even just a franchise, like yeah. multiple. Could there could be potentially multiple of those movies a year if they wanted to make this a big except thing. like i think the next one's not even supposed to come out until like 2019 cool who, who's in charge of all these movies paramount uh universal universal because they're okay. like the original hold the original rights to the monsters. Right. Mm-hmm. okay yeah it was it was just really bad yeah i, yeah, I didn't like it <laughs> what a bummer Obviously. yeah well we should talk about a movie we hopefully liked <laughs> yeah i hopefully liked it you hopefully yeah, liked it. I hopefully liked it as well. Well, guys, we all swung into theaters. Anyway, I think I like mm-hmm. took a bedro I didn't drive like a passenger in a car. Uh, we all swung into theaters, uh-huh. and we saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Now let's play the theme song to Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Here we go. I am so high. This, of course, is the theme song to Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, do you guys remember who sang this song? Isn't it uh, the Nickel Nickel Man? Nickel the, the Nickel Man yeah, himself. The Nickel Man. Great. It's like that uh, that scary children's figure. There's <laughs> the Spider-Man Nickel and, Man. And the Nickel Man. 
Um, what's his name? Case Chen. Case Chen. Uh, Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger and, and some other guy. Yeah. And there was a lot of American flags and stuff in mm-hmm. the music video. Yep, I do remember for uh, Samuel. I think, it's, I think it's Spider-Man Two. Oh, is it number two? Maybe. Are mm. you sure it wasn't three? Could I mean it, it would thematically well, that, that, make sense right. for three? I, I know then, like, two things for sure. That's not the actual theme to this movie. And <laughs> when the Marvel, lo- you got me. When the Marvel logo starts rolling up in this movie, it is the classic Spider-Man theme, but done with a big orchestra. Yeah. I I thought that was dope. I love that. that. And I left. I got up and left. But and no, Robert. There's go, more movie I after had to that. Go see a later show. I had. I was already. I was satisfied. <laughs> uh, that was just. That was splendid. Anyway, this gives the whole. When you walked out of Ant Man without seeing the post credit scene, this gives that a whole new. I stay until the next show starts yeah. just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was Chad Kroger and Josie Scott Crazy of Saliva. Affleck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nickelback and Saliva finally teaming up. The Giants of Rock and Roll. If there were two bands from today... <laughs> Saliva back. Who would be the two bands that would send their their representatives to do the biggest hit? For the new Spider-Man? For the new Spider-Man. I think it would be... Hmm. Like Zendaya is a recording artist. Okay, so, so Zendaya and, and... I saw Tom Holland do... Uh, lip sync battle or something. So <laughs> Zendaya and Tom Holland would yes. sing the new theme Spider-Man song to the Spider-Man theme. movie. Okay. Yeah. The two titans of rock and roll today, Zendaya and Tom Holland. <laughs> Everyone's favorite genre, rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening for the next movie, I heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, we saw Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Is what we're getting to eventually. Uh, what'd you guys think of Spider-Man Homecoming? Would you load up your web shooters and swing to the theaters? Or would you... Uh, would you hide your web shooters underneath a locker and never get them again and stay at home? <laughs> okay. Uh, Whoa, what was the first option again? Loading up your web slingers and swing web your slingers. way to the theater. Yeah. I don't know the lingo of uh, Spider-Man. You just saw the movie. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. I think I really, really, really. No, I want to hear you would recommend loading up your web yes. slingers and swinging to the movie theater. Yes, look at this with this clean. I think you should load up your web shoot slingers and get and uh, go to and uh, attach it to, uh, uh, be, uh, go a through the neighborhood and become a Spider-Man. Attach to helicopter and then swing, you yes. swing to it. Per- yeah, yes. towards it. Yeah. Pretend it's a video game and, and web to nothing and swing <laughs> yeah. all the way there. I that's a I will bring it up later, but that's a really funny joke in the movie. Yes, that's a great thing they brought up a bull. Yeah. Um Max? Huh? Oh yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> what what are we talking about? <clears throat> Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I don't have too many complaints about it at all. I thought, thought it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. I thought it was a nice, simple, like Spider-Man, at least its initial adventure should be, ground level. Like we, Not that I don't enjoy a big kind of epic fight with all these other superheroes and stuff like that, but um, I feel like Spider-Man benefits from having some of those... Uh, low-level adventures at least to begin with so, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i thought the the villain uh was well rounded i guess in uh by the end of it he was it was relatable enough i felt like there was there was obviously like a gray area where like what he was and we'll get into it but he was sort of justifying what he was doing and and, and you know saying it wasn't that wrong but he also was making a fine living for himself at some point and it, you sort of wonder like when does it become you know morally irresponsible to keep doing what you're doing that sort of thing anyway 
so we open on in the movie you did call it in the last episode sort of jokingly what's that you said you said i hope that we get a younger version of michael keaton sort of being done wrong by a younger tony stark oh my god you're right <laughs> so this movie does open with i did i was laughing really hard in the I, theater because i didn't realize that in my own theater yeah oh, wow um the movie opens with it's the aftermath of the avengers yes where the chitauri have like trashed new york city Ugh, and they just uh, trashed it they Mike, yeah they had they stuff. had a wild night yeah drunken bender yeah um, Michael Keaton's crew is like in charge of cleaning up Grand Central Station, but then damage control comes in and it turns out that's a Tony Stark financed. Is that in like, uh, uh or what's the television show? Is that in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all? No, there oh. was, there was supposed to be a damage control TV show oh, for wow. a little while that I think they must have just given who, up on. Who wouldn't want to watch <laughs> the I government? I think that's kind of a funny, sure. uh, like an idea for like explaining the logistics of that in yeah. the universe or yeah yeah and i kind of liked that they opened with that just of like hey you all saw this like grand heroic battle here's the aftermath here's what all the people have to worry about afterwards yeah, yeah. so michael keaton's crew gets kind of screwed over by tony stark so mm-hmm. i was i was just as much as like you were joking when you said that i did sure think I, that yeah. was pretty funny well, you're welcome yeah i didn't say thank you oh, so okay well, uh shut the fuck up maybe you'll think about it uh, i'll say thank you thanks for writing that no into the movie. don't but, give him yeah don't give him that hey fan letters do make a difference <laughs> dear, dear marvel i do want to see in the next movie dear mark webb are you still directing the movie mark webb <laughs> wasn't mark webb the from the amazing spider-man movies yeah i think yeah. They, i thought that's originally who was me doing it uh, yeah sure but i sent the letter to him he passed along the letter to the next director as is tradition as is tradition when you ever you hand on a franchise you also hand on the fan letters and you pick one random fan letter and that idea goes into the movie and then they whenever they're doing a concert they'll also bring one lucky fan up on stage to sing a song with them was his name really webb yes it was yeah the amazing spider-man director was mark webb and the executive <laughs> producer was john spiderman <laughs> <laughs> uh and then what happens after he gets screwed over he decides to be bad. Yeah. He because I'm going to become a vulture. Yeah. Here's well, he what like, I'll do. He I'll like, pick the bones of these. I, yeah. He is. He's like stealing scrap and kind of cobbling stuff together, which vultures, I think, make like tools out of sticks and things and then like launch them like missiles and they can pick up. What? Things, they can pick up things with their wings. <laughs> this is definitely what vultures do. Yeah. yeah. They can pick up things with their wings. They steal youth from other birds. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad they didn't do that. I yeah. guess In this movie. Yeah. Um. So he decides to become like a scrap. Like he's stealing basically the scraps from the Chitari that they would have normally just turned in. They're going to start turning into weapons of he, their yeah. own. He becomes an arms dealer. He becomes an arms dealer. Yeah. So fast forward. Eight years. Yeah. Eight years into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man's a fresh faced 15 year old boy. Um, It's it's post Civil War. How well, so he's it how, is Civil War because he's wa- doing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, video. he's yeah. They have like oh, he d- yeah, he's doing right. like cell phone videos of like him going to, uh, to to Germany, which I also thought was pretty a Another, pretty clever. Yes, very good. and very funny. This movie is really funny. Yeah, yeah, and not like not every joke like landed hard for me, but like most jokes, I, I genuinely thought were super funny. I think the two that landed uh, the least for me was like Marissa Tomei doing the LARB thing, but then she got me with I LARB you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I thought it was a very... And I think it benefited again from having lower stakes. Not that the stakes weren't important in, you know, in the movie, in the universe, but like it made for... Uh, there could be more 
tomfoolery and kind of him, you know, Tom Hollandry. <laughs> uh, and uh, that was a good one. And um, yeah, I, I just thank I, you. The movie benefited a lot from that. I'm I'm glad that some of these films have a nice a nice tone to them like that. Yeah. Um, it, it seems kind of like they're listening to the critiques where they had uh, uh, like villains that just don't really have any point and just barely come up. And then they also had um, like they, they also listened to I don't know where I was going with that. And I'm totally losing. Well, no, I know that. what you mean. Like if if the they listen to not, our podcast. Yeah. Well, if the villain's not relatable. Does it really matter if the hero beats it? Like, why do you care if the hero beats him or what they're fighting them for? Like, yeah, actually, exactly. I, I I'm. Don't mean to interrupt. Go for it. But I'm going to anyways. <sighs> um, Moo. I didn't find him relatable, and I kind of liked that. I was just like, he... Hmm. I, I guess I don't even mean I, relatable. I just mean uh, well-rounded. You know, sure. I just yeah. mean that he had a More, point to him. Where he wasn't, wasn't a pure like, evil <laughs> man. Yeah, it wasn't like... like Ultron, I thought they were going to do some really good ideas of like, oh, maybe he maybe would, I'm human. you know, he, yeah, maybe I'm... yeah, he's trying to do good and then it turns out that he's bad. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, like within five seconds of his existence, he's just like, oh, no, I'm going to kill humans. I'm bad now. And so like that disappointed me. And so like, well, I think this, uh, this whole thing has kind of been going on for a while where people are complaining about Marvel villains just kind of being there for a, a last action piece and not really having much say in the movie. Do we want to talk about, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we'll get into spoilers. I'm assuming it is, but like, I want sure. to ask if we wanted to kind of talk about there's a, there's a, a facet to his character that I wasn't, didn't see coming or do we want to wait for that later? I, there was yeah, a, a, tw- yeah, a little let's, twist. Let's just throw the spoilers out. Cause I feel like we've already, yeah, known. I don't, I don't, it again, like with his I, character. I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't think we'll give away too much. Cause I, I, Hopefully people have seen the movie, but I do think if you haven't, you should see, you should go see the movie. Yeah. See it in a theater. I, it's, it's such a good... See it in a theater. Yeah. And you know what? Not one of those... Get, <laughs> get yourself some popcorn while you're there. Yeah. Treat yourself. And uh, if you can, find a drive-in. Find a drive-in? <laughs> Usually they play the movie twice. <laughs> that's that's what you want? The hey, dream? It's a value. That's a value. You just have to stay at a drive-in for hours upon hours. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, well, I wanted to say, like, the, the twist I didn't see coming in the movie, a little twist for it, was that he that he is the father of Peter or Peter Parker's love interest in the movie. Yeah. Which is, it goes un, I, unnoticed for me. I had no idea that that was, going, that was coming. Me, me too. I thought they did yeah. a good job of hiding mm-hmm. it. And I, I was listening to some other reviews, and they said the same thing. I was genuinely was- surprised, and there is a moment where Peter goes to the door and knocks on it, and Michael Keaton's character... Uh, or Tombs. Adrian uh, Tombs. Adrian Tombs opens a door and I thought it was the typical movie moment where it's like, ha, I've found out about your personal life. I'm here. And it's like, nope, Peter's in the right place. He just doesn't realize right. this is the connection. Yeah. I, I was genuinely surprised by it. I really liked that. It is a little, you compared it off mic to the moment when uh, um, Willem Dafoe finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man in the first movie. It's a little like he's playing a little cat and mouse with it. There's a moment later where they're being driven to, to, Hey, to homecoming. Yeah. And the titular uh, homecoming to the, the premiere of Spider-Man homecoming <laughs> in the, in the mm-hmm. universe. Some other actors, it's a big movie Spider-Man. and it's a big movie in that universe too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yes, the wheels start to turn and he starts to make the connection that, that Peter Parker in his backseat is also Spider-Man. And, um, yeah, he he. There's a sinister kind of monologue that was yeah evoked Green Goblin for me. Very, it was tra- it, yeah. He was he seemed very very. Uh, I thought dark. Michael Keaton was fucking creepy in this movie. Yeah, I, I thought great. he was great. Yeah, I like 
I have said publicly many times. <laughs> okay. This is a stance I will stand by until I saw the movie and then I kind of stood back on it a little bit. Hmm. If there was one actor who I had to like choose to be my dad, wow. it'd be Michael Keaton. Tom, mm. or oh, Tom, not Tom Holland. Not Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be Tom Holland, the 15 year old yeah. British. The, the Tom kid Holland. dad. Yeah. How old is uh, he really? He's I think he's probably 15. 16 now or 17. Damn. Young kid. I think Damn. he was 15 when they cast him, I think, for, for Civil War. Um, Let's find out. Yeah, I thought he was excellent, and um, I really liked it, since we're still talking about it a little bit, I really liked the vulture suit. I thought it was cool. I liked the, the jacket. I liked the, the mask. It wasn't... Um, this is not an original idea, but... Oh, hey, mentioned. Robert? Oh, sure. Uh, real quick. Uh, you're fucking wrong. What's that? He's 21. Holy... Okay, that's... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because he, he looks young, but... Uh, so, is he playing... He's playing 15? He, he looks really yeah. young. Yeah. Okay, well, I was... He doesn't I was look old. 15, though. To, in, to my eyes, I was very shocked when he said he's... 16 even yeah um yeah, I don't, you I don't recoiled know. into the corner <laughs> people were, were talking about how oh, oh this isn't another movie where they're you know they cast the the guy who looks like he's 28 walking around mm-hmm. to high school and i was like mm, well closer no. to the mark but not yeah, yeah. yeah. he's not I mean, another he's like, famous tom playing a superhero in high school tom welling in smallville who uh, he yeah. looked. He was like a twenty-eight-year-old guy trying to play like an eighteen-year-old, oh, okay. and just was like. I mean, they do it over and over. And the other yeah, students yeah. confused him for a teacher all the time, <laughs> even during scenes. Right. Hey, aren't you our teacher? Also, Superman. Oh yeah. Can I go to the bathroom, Superman? <laughs> Why do you know who I am? Um. Um. Okay. So yeah, older than that, but um, we, we should talk about him too. Did you? I mean, did you guys? We got a whole movie of Tom Holland now as Spider-Man. Did you like him? Awful. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, he did Lee a really good, good job. He uh, he nailed it on the on the humor and the little. Yeah, he was really quippy. And, yeah. He was. I I I think like in the way that people complain that like aren't Andrew Garfield as Spider Man or as Peter Parker was a little too cool. Yeah, I think, I think they. But he got, was he was cool for his science school, even right. though he was always late to stuff, and that was more of like a Spider Man thing, not because he wasn't very smart. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But I think they made this spider-man appropriately socially awkward mm-hmm. and nerdy and i like how they kind of kept it throughout like uh even in the end he doesn't uh end up getting the girl because he he's doing his spider-man dealio and yeah and, and she just kind of ditches him but like um yeah in the middle i don't know there are a lot of things that he does that are just super awkward but the one thing that like really had me cringing where i was like okay this guy's a total nerd is when he does ask her to the the prom or the homecoming. Uh, home, homecoming. <laughs> what, what is this? Uh, Spider Man prom? <laughs> Spider Man time for prom. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man the dance from down under. Spider Man, what is it? Tolo? Is that the one where the girls ask the guys? Oh jeez. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the sequel. Every Spider Man was gonna be named after yeah. the Sadie Haw- Spider Man the Sadie Hawkins massacre. <laughs> <laughs> massacre. Oh, what? Okay. This is because Craven the Hunter is in this one. Oh boy. <laughs> so anyway, Jimmy so- John from. Uh, from from, from Jimmy John's. Good God! Uh, uh, so when when he does ask her out, and then um, he has to go to the other side of her, that whole thing where he like walks past and just kind of like brushes shoulders with oh, her, like sure, yes, yeah, he was a yeah, I I, I like that. Also, it was interesting that they made um, I'll divert a little bit that Flash Thompson is in this movie and he's this classic, the bully of of Peter Parker in these films, but he is also on the same science team in the science school. They're yeah, in. so he's yeah. like a nerd bully. Yes, to Peter Parker, which a was, cool DJ nerd bully. Yeah, and it, yeah. I, 
I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I like, yeah, I liked it a lot too. That's probably where you're going to get picked on the most is from not from just some kid in a leather jacket, right? Like the football guy's you, not yeah. probably not going to bother that much to pick Bar- on me. Borrows hit their parents' car to go to prom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I liked that. Um, and I liked uh, Zendaya as I think you only find out her name is Michelle at the end, but right, she's yeah. just sort of like the. Like there's a very breakfast clubby vibe to their group yeah. of friends. She's and like she- the weird kind of goth girl in Breakfast mm-hmm. Club a little bit. She's kind of we, yeah. She just like materializes and then says something and kind of disappears. She was a little under underwritten, I guess. But there I was a lot so going. Too. There was a lot going on, and they were trying <clears throat> to set up the love interest and that kind right. of uh, that tension basically. So, yeah. and I really liked his best friend. Mm-hmm. What was, what was his name? Uh, Ned. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's been a character in the comics or anything before, but like the idea that in the uh, another you know moment of the movie is that he he does find out that Peter Parker is Spider Man and then the rest of the film like basically wants to be like his eyes and ears he wants to be like the guy in the chair he wants to be his like watchtower yes yeah. yes I love his that. Oracle mm-hmm. I really like that um yeah what uh, I mean we do we want to talk we talked a lot about the characters uh I, one thing I noticed about this movie that I r- really liked is that uh minus a couple of scenes i thought um the the scene like when he was flipping around in the spider-man suit it mm-hmm. actually looked pretty decent whereas yep. in all the other movies like you, I, I enjoyed the uh, andrew garfield ones and except for when he was in a spider suit and he was zipping around through like a uh, lizard's legs and everything and the camera's following him around and the whole thing is just complete cg mm. i thought that uh this like of course you could tell that it was cg and and some of it looked actually a little bit like especially near the beginning, it was looking kind of uh, iffy. Hmm. But um, throughout the rest of it, I thought it, it was pretty good. It didn't really take me out. It, whenever he got into the suit, it didn't yeah. just instantly take me out of the action. I like that the suit like zipped up like the like the Back to the Future. Uh, oh, kind of like Reebok compressed and, like, into compressed his onto whoever body shape it is. Um, and yeah, I think I agree. the The, the effects that were practical, like even when he is. Um, fighting the guys that are breaking into the ATM and he's on the ceiling and it's clearly Tom Holland just moving his head back and forth, avoiding a punch. But like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's nice to see like the actor just moving and like, that's his power right now. He's, he's sticking to the ceiling. He's I also like, I, I just, there's certain like things that he does. Like when he comes in to the ATM, he kind of like tries to position himself to yeah. look cool. Like yes. he just sort of crosses arms and he's got a reputation to build. Yeah. So, so uh, he's just like, I just like it. Like the movie is fun and I'm, I'm very happy to see like a fun Spider-Man. You you know what had me fucking laughing so loud? What's that? Was when he did the Batman interrogation. I was about to mention that. I was about to mention that because, and we can get into that because I think that's a bigger conversation about about the suit, which is kind of an interest. I didn't expect it to be as kind of interactive interactive as as it was. But yeah, there is a scene where he um, interrogates um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, who is, the hint is the prowler on his rap sheet, it says. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, another, I, didn't, I didn't realize that until after the uncle of uh, the uncle of uh, Miles, Miles Morales, Morales yeah. which is another cool little Easter egg. But um, yeah, he goes to interrogate him, and the suit turns on intimidation mode. So he's like, "Tell me where the man is you met last night," and it's like a deep yeah. Batman growl. Yeah, I it I feel like it was definitely a jab at Batman. Saying, yes, like, for sure. This is yeah, awful and then and also like be. Donald Glover's reaction of just like. I already heard your voice, man. This he's is like, not, I know. Yeah. He's like, I know you're a girl. He's like, I'm not a girl. I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, that I was a great. Scene. I could not stop laughing. Yeah, I liked. One. It's interesting. He has the, his Spider-Man insignia on his chest. Can fly out like a little become drone a drone and scan stuff. 
Um, he can go into lethal mode where his eyes become little red pinpricks and he could like yeah. kill people. Yeah. I love it. Insta, it's like called like instant kill mode. And he's like, no, no. Yeah, like, wait, does even fighting. Iron Man have that? Yeah, right. Like, kill all civilian, yeah. you know, like. Oh, he must. I mean, he was the one who put it in there. Yeah. So, yeah. By the um, way, Max, this is more, maybe more pertinent to you. You know who voiced Karen? I didn't know while I was watching. And then I, I found out afterwards, I was like, no wonder I loved her. Yeah. yeah Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly, Connelly, who is married to Paul Bettany, who is Vision. Oh, I had no really? idea. Yep. I didn't know that. There you go. The Marvel connection. The Marvel connection is that she was in the Hulk movie. Are you st- also, but also that doesn't count anymore. It counts for me. I still like it. <laughs> I like it too, but it doesn't count. Someday we'll find that the Marvel connection. connection. It's Paul Bettany and the Jennifer Conley. So, so both of them at one point were like at our <laughs> Marvel universe ish. No, but what I'm talking about specifically is a oh. Tony Stark uh, co- construct, like a voice inside of the, yes. the suit. That's yes, it. because yeah, because it was Jarvis became Vision. And yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, wonder, there I wonder is. I if they're gonna get involved in Friday with Friday or whoever does the voice. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, my, his girl Friday, the suit, the AI in his suit now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's Rebecca another... Black plays Friday. Rebecca Black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Took me a little bit. What um, was that name? God, there was some other. Oh man, there, I just lost it. There was some other thing I was gonna mention about it, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it, on the same thing as the suit, it has taser webbing it has like shotgun blast like web grenades yeah web grenades which he does use a couple times he it's interesting the heads-up display and some of the stuff they have the um the webbing between his arms that lets him kind of glide yeah very cool um shout out to the like classic suit mm -hmm. yes and they do have at one point he he's like yeah strip back down to kind of wearing his street clothes kind of spider-man outfit and i love that too Mm because it's just raw spider-man i I think I've said before, like, it's a little annoying sometimes in a superhero movie, especially an origin kind of movie like this, where the the hero is hindered by the fact that, like, Tony Stark in the first one, like, Iron Man, his suit's at low power, so he can't fight Iron Monger, and it's like, well, I want to see him, like, still maybe having a hard right. time, but that full, I want to see him do his <clears throat> thing, and it was a nice plot device, and and cool to see it stripped back down and not have this crazy... Tony Stark Spider-Man suit and also, just see him doing his thing. Shout out to the movie for not doing a Spider-Man origin story. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. And when they said, uh, he says, the spider's dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, the spider <laughs> bit me. The spider's dead. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. It's, yeah, this has been, it's been doing a lot of things that, yeah, truly feel like it's been listening to the fans and like, get out of the way. Everyone remembers. He got bit. Like, I don't need a, a, even a five minute cutaway right. to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention just about the uh, the suit that they go back to, I thought it was really strange that uh, those eyes were the same kind of reactive emotional eyes. They did move in, a in, little bit, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because like he was kind of the broke kid and he's running around in sweats and, uh-huh. and all that stuff. I was yeah. like, okay, I believe that. They look that. just like goggles, but, I think, in Civil War when he shows it to him. Yeah, exactly. But. but in this movie, they, they move around and they show emotion. They like have little, you know... Eyebrows he stole that, come that tech down. from Tony Stark. Yeah, and I thought that's you know that's strange for him. Maybe to he have got built uh, maybe he his, got new uh, goggle tech from the Vulture. Sure, I yes, I can I can forgive it though because it was nice to still see a little bit yeah. of the emotion. Yeah. I, it, I, that's a cool effect. If we're also discussing some nitpicks about nitpicks, the movie, yeah, I love them. Um, I did one of the things I, I mean, I like it as a, a plot device in the movie, but like it just doesn't really hold water in certain aspects. Did he regress from Civil War? Like, in terms of his ability to fight? 
Because oh, there's like oh, there's like was... four times where he like is swinging and just lands on, lands his, face. on his face. Yeah. And in Civil War, like his entrance is like he flips like six times, steals the shield from Cap, from Captain uh, and like t- like knee, like effortlessly takes down. But I don't know Falcon I... and Winter Soldier. Maybe I mean part of that could be surprise on their part. Like none of them had seen what he could do. Sure. Too. And I, I also had talked myself out of the point later when. Uh, Tony Stark is, you know, he's like, but I took out Captain America. He's like, kid, if Ca- if Captain America wanted you on your ass, you'd be on your ass. Or and he something. didn't put him on his ass. Yeah. In that fight. And if any of those people had, if, if he had been up against Black Panther and Black Panther said, right. this kid's in my way, he would have cut him down. Yeah. That would have been it. So I I maintain that he was being a tryhard and everyone else was a little caught off guard. Yeah. So that, there's that. Yeah, but it's valid. It is valid that sure. he, he was kind of up there. He's a little and, more and clumsy in this movie than he was but, three months ago when and, he was in Berlin. And it was These also people... like sporadically clumsy though. So you, sure. in some ways you can forgive it. Sure. And he's working with a suit that is constantly changing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Like, I did think that was a fun little plot thing too, that like the suit would like switch and he was like, it was like trying to pick the webbing for him. And it, yeah. like, he was like, you pick. And then, he tries to do it and it's not what he wants. He and, just wants straight, yeah. normal. And the suit's and it, like, yeah. you asked me to pick for you. I don't... Yeah. Uh, can I... Uh, now that I've, I've remembered what we were uh, going to talk about earlier, but there is a scene... Uh, there's a scene where uh, Spider-Man is uh, with his love interest mm-hmm. and the suit, who has been giving him advice... Yeah. Like, while he's now's upside down, moment. says, now's your moment. Kiss her. Yeah. And it's like, while he's upside down, and I was like, I love that they're calling out Batman and the other Spider-Man movies. And the other movies. Spider-Man movies, yeah. It was very funny. And also just that the, this AI has, like, listened to him prattle on enough that she's <laughs> trying to make decisions for him. It's, yeah. Like, it's very funny. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What what did we want to... Do we want to talk about the story at all? I liked how kind of simple it was. We don't have to talk too much about the story, I think. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully people have seen it or sure. will go out and see it. Um, I mean, I just like did. I I talked. I kind of talked about. I think you talked about. Like, did you think the movie was funny? Did the jokes work for you? Yes. Yeah. I I think. I, yeah. Robert, I, I'm talking to Robert. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was motioning with yes. my arms and. Uh no, I thought it was really funny. Um, I was just like charmed by almost all the performances. I thought everyone did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, there was some nice little hints for Marvel fans and um. I liked, um, I, I don't think we really touched on, but some of uh, Vulture's henchmen, I liked that yeah. as well. Mm. That kind of crew was really cool. And some of the technology and stuff, it was very creative. It was kind of interesting, some of the stuff they were yeah. making. Um, but yeah, I think overall it had a, the appropriate amount of tone for kind of each part. Like, it felt appropriately funny, especially for like, if high school kids presumably were coming to see this or, you know, making this a Spider-Man film that they right. wanted to, to actually take in, then like, I felt like it hit the mark. And it didn't feel too... Uh, pandering maybe the most the kind of weirdest thing for me was like the awkward um uh, bulletins in the school which felt a little too like those are a little yeah anti, I, anti-humor yeah. kind of like weird long beats were like it was funny but it was kind of like we know this is funny guys we like, know what kids are into yeah um, it did feel like a it felt like a tim and eric did you notice the sketch? girl the girl uh one of the newscasters betty was, brandt yeah was betty brandt who like ends up working for the daily bugle but she's yeah. also uh the girl from nice guys with uh ryan reynolds and, oh really uh, yeah okay yeah the daughter of uh russell crowe yeah she's or, good uh, ryan she's reynolds sorry. really good in that movie yeah yeah ryan reynolds or i don't know what i'm talking the about. the goss man i'm talking about the bodyguards bodyguard or whatever the new movie's coming out is the hitman's bodyguard yeah mm-hmm. the assassin's bodyguard sure uh yeah but it was uh it was really great and uh yeah i don't want to talk about the, the what, ending or anything um what did you guys feel about the the 
various Marvel cameos in the movie. We talking Which about ones? Captain America? Well, so we had Happy Hogan, who's kind of oh, prim- yeah. like a primary character in the movie. He's sort of he's yeah. a Spider-Man's Minder. liaison yeah. to I, Iron I, Man. I really like that they used him instead of Tony Stark for yeah. most of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that that worked really well, and and I mean thematically, and also just like don't overdo the you know Iron Man within a Spider-Man movie. You had sure. uh, like you know kind of just a trainer that's that's uh, walking him through stuff and keeping him like just kind of uh, keeping him down, saying mm-hmm. you know like hey. Don't don't do what you're thinking about doing. I had a quick uh, question because I realized so it's uh, we start at uh, post Avengers jumps to eight years later. Where is this in between the other Marvel films? Because they mentioned Sokovia, so this is after Ultron. Because they have Ultron. It's after Civil War. It's after Civil War. Yes, because of that. But so is it before? So wait, is it the most current one? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Unless Guardians is some like I you know takes like, place that slightly, would, but that would be it'd be the most current. Okay, interesting. I wasn't certain if it would had sandwiched itself in or it was it was right at the the top of it too. I did you notice too? Uh, Iron Man's armor was like almost all silver oh, yeah, look, when it when it flew half. up yeah. at the park yeah. and it like opened up and it was just a drone one. It was like not a lot of gold. I don't know. I was that was I'll, another nitpick. I'll just say like was like my least favorite interpretation of of the armor it so just, far. It, they didn't. He didn't, hadn't finished painting it. Is that really why? Uh, could be. Sure, could <laughs> why be. Not? Well, that was also my wife question. Why I was like, is this between some other mark of armor? And he just kind of sure. flew up and did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> what, so what did you think about um, about the vulture killing that guy? I thought that him uh, killing oh. the, the shocker was... A, the way he did it was a bit out of character. And it was a little it, out of character. Sort of like really surprising and didn't really... Yeah, it didn't really fit... With where I thought his character was coming from. Yeah, and they seem to almost kind of try to explain it away in that, oh, I thought this was the freeze ray. Or but then whatever, also whatever. the anti-gravity, anti-gravity gun. Anti-gravity but then like gun. didn't still didn't care. Yeah, exactly. That That's what bothered me about because it. Because I and think... Then, uh, instantly oh, just brushed it off and gave it to the next guy. Yeah. And, like, and swept him up. Because and, his, yeah. his character really... It seemed to... Oh, because he's the damage controller or something? Anyways. Well, because he became a pile of ash. Of, yeah. Of ash. <laughs> Um, I forget where I was going. Um, no, just no. that it was out of. I felt that that was kind of weird too. Like he he very easily got over killing a man and before yeah. he was doing something that he could kind of justify. Like, hey, they screwed, I'm stealing this from my they, family. They screwed me over. Yeah. I'm trying to keep you and me and all of us in you know in the money. Yeah, and I guess that's what bugged me the most about it is that he seemed to be one of those guys who kind of like protected the people around him that were close to him, and then anyone outside of that circle was. Uh, you know, fair game. And yeah. I guess this guy kind of put himself outside of the circle. We well, jeopardized their off. operation, yeah. But still, the fact that, like, he really didn't give a, a shit that this guy uh, who had been friends with him, who had been working with him, was was instantly just, like, evaporated. Well, we won't talk too much, but, like, I feel like that is an escalation of his character at the end that, like, no, no, like, that he he becomes more extreme with, to the point where he's, like, telling people, like, if you get in the way of me protecting my family or, or finishing this job, like, I'll do anything to to stop you. And it's, like... Well, I guess he really has kind of gone beyond that. Like he was fine doing, you know, something that was sort of illicit, but he could justify and he, he took a life and didn't mean to. But now he is he's making it clear to the people in his path. Like I that's where my this is what are. I'm willing to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a little a little bit of an arc. It's a down arc. But yeah. Uh, I I kind of do want to talk about like the end and everything. I want to go through all of it. I, if we've already gone into spoilers, I don't know why. OK, we, um, we could go heavy. Yeah, let's just go into these are spoilers for the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, you can tune out now. 
I wasn't necessarily going <laughs> to go directly into anything too crazy, but I just kind of He wanted... does go to Homecoming. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He da- dances? He almost... He almost dances. Yeah, and then he runs away. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, Vulture and how at the end he he calls out Tony Stark for also selling weapons. I thought that was really smart, the fact mm-hmm. that like these villains were... Uh, selling the weapons, and that's exactly how Tony Stark got started. And right. he didn't, you know, he didn't have any qualms with it for a long time. And and that now, like this kid is listening to him uh, as a father figure. And oh, like, sure, yeah, yeah. Th- and he's that's a cross he's had to bear in multiple films. And that was the whole thing with Ultron was him, you know, that a woman approaching him and saying, you know, this is your 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 Hubert, you know, you fly in and out of a place, and you never think about all the collateral damage. And it also in the the starting when it's like he's being he's double dipping he blew up the half the city beating these aliens and then he's getting paid to contract and have this all you know shipped up and and cleaned up. So. Hey Robert, great point. Yeah, that was in Civil War. You fuck, huh? Huh? Well, no, I know, I know. I mentioned the the woman in Civil War. I'm saying like you said in Age of Age of Ultron. Well, Ultron was the um uh or yes. Uh, right. uh, uh, I'm sorry. Here's how I hey, get your facts. Yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up. Who is Ultron? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, uh, sorry, sorry, Robert, are you crying? I'm fine. I'm <laughs> Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I'm a really big, yeah. tom- you guys can't beat me because I'm Spider-Man. All right, so that was the spoiler we weren't going to reveal. Robert is Spider-Man. Yeah. End of the movie. Tom Cullen um, couldn't cut it. I liked, you know, I, I liked the, so there's a scene where Tony, Tony Stark takes away, um, his suit and he rips it off and spanks yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, he puts him over his knee and gives <laughs> on him a spanking. Building. Yeah, he says, "Give you know you you don't deserve the suit." And he's like, "Well, I'm nothing without the suit." He says, "If you're nothing without the suit, then you're nothing." Yeah, and yeah. so I I liked that because I I think like one of my biggest problems I, I think I have talked about on this podcast before is one of my biggest problems with the with the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies is that apparently without being Spider Man, he's an asshole. Like there's yes. that part in Spider-Man two where he's like given up being Spider-Man. He's carefree. And he also doesn't care about people getting mugged yeah. on the street. His morals have his, so his moral him. compass just goes away too. And so I like that. They sort of addressed that. Like he says, I'm nothing without my suit. And then he goes, then you're nothing. And I like how then he, uh, kind of proved. Yeah. Proved that. to himself. Cause he's in, you know, he has like the, the sweatshirt costume, but he's like, he gets crushed by, um, something oh, yeah. by and the then, vulture and he's and like crying out. out for help and then he realizes like I have to do this on my own I have to do it without what I was going to mention is when Tony Stark kind of uh, proved it to he said you're nothing uh, without the suit then you're nothing and then he stepped out of his uh, Iron Man suit and flew away yeah back, back to uh, Avengers Tower yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah or he was like yeah he's like can someone pick me up please? yeah <laughs> yeah Iron Man suit yeah. are you nearby vision <laughs> Um, I need a ride home. Yeah, I, I, I liked that theme of it. I think that was like probably one of the better parts. And then, I mean, if, if we're going to kind of talk about sort of the, the ending, the, the spoilers of the ending is Vulture is going to pull one last job and it turns out it's going he's going to steal all of the effects that they're moving from Avengers Tower to like oh, yeah. the new facility in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spider-Man basically has to stop him on his own. Do it without it. his suit. Yes. Do it with, yeah. Just his, just whatever skills he has, mm-hmm. and web fluid that he makes at, at during chemistry class. Which yeah, I love that detail that he just hides his web fluid at, at school and has to make it on the slide. So right. Cool. Um, uh, I was reminded earlier, and so it's not really related, but sure. uh, I was going to mention it. 
the boat scene when i was looking at that in the trailers i was like oh god this is going to be another new york moment one of those uh, oh like the fairy all, all, yeah oh yeah the fairy so um where everybody kind of gets together and talks about how cool new york is and how like they're gonna you know they saved yeah they saved a bunch of new yorkers and new yorkers are really gonna get behind them and then mm-hmm. he like messes the whole thing up yeah he really and, is and then uh, there is one big yeah. fan though <laughs> yeah well Switches yeah, for a second, yeah. I, I, I like that too because he yelled it out and then he's just like, yeah, yeah, he goes, Iron yeah Man. Spider-Man. And then like the boat starts like split apart again and then Iron Man comes and he goes, yeah, and Iron yeah, Man. And it starts to split apart and he's like, uh, Hulk, yeah. where are you at? Come here. Any, any other heroes? <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye? <laughs> Shoot it with a bunch of arrows, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, and the and yeah, when that fairy was, I feel like, you know what? Another negative for me, and this is not the movie's fault, I feel like there was a lot of footage in the trailer. I feel like from like yeah, beginning yeah. to end, I got a lot of like where the movie was going to go. Yes, yeah. unfortunately. Do but do you think that it ruined any of it? No, because I think there was enough uh, enough individual uh, part moving parts in those scenes that like yeah, they were at the Washington Monument. Yeah, something happened, but I didn't know what. I didn't know how it was connected to to the technology that Vulture was using, and also like the way they were tracking that. I liked how that all tied together. It was cool to see him like leave New York. And do something somewhere else. It was that was exciting. Like it's exciting to see like Spider Man's like on TV like for the first time practically, and it's like climbing the Washington Monument. Wasn't it just impressive to see him like climbing as hard as he could, trying to get to the top of that? Yeah, like, that was crazy. I like yeah. that. In a movie where Iron Man can just fly to the top of Everest if he wants, it's to awesome see to see like a character having to like actually. Move and there's that, a ti- like, a ticking clock too. Yeah. Like it was. I I like that a lot. Um. Do we? I mean, do we want to talk about like the the final confrontation with like uh with uh Vulture and uh? And, sure. What do you yeah. have to say about it? Um, I just really liked it, and I just think it 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 gets so brutal. Like, this is truly like his arc where he uh Adrian Toomes is so obsessed with getting all this stuff and securing his future for his family that he's he's willing to kill this kid and unknowingly perhaps, but the 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 plane that they're trying to hijack is starts to crash towards uh is it coney island or i think so and he i mean they nearly like destroy like a city block because he's just screwing around and and just focused on that and spider-man saves the day and kind of crash lands it but then he just goes all, all out on peter parker and just he does he tries to just murder him right basically um and in like when he does eventually spoiler alert defeat the vulture he does like he sac- he doesn't sacrifice himself, but he saves Adrian Toomes because like Toomes is about to like fly away with all the stuff that he picked up, and a bunch of it was like tesseract weapons that yeah. were that uh, were starting to. It was the Chitari. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Chitari weapons that started to like overload and was going to explode while he was in midair. Yeah. And like was messing with his wings, he, and he so warned he's, him. He he's he's trying to... to like warn him, like your wings are going to explode, and he's like. I don't care. I'm trying to. He says I'm trying to save you, mm-hmm. and then his suit does explode, and he pulls him away from the fire. And I, what do you laugh? I'm laughing just because I thought the Chitari explosions were kind of weird and uh, like the blue un- crackling un- kind of explosion the, things. Like. Yeah, yeah, but it was uh, unpredictable every single time. Like um, 
when it was on the boat, it kind of like came out in a, a couple small bursts and then it cut the whole thing in half. Yeah. And then like in the elevator, I don't know, it like it exploded in his backpack. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. But it cut like kind of a square. Well, he got one. The well, the fairy was like a gun that was like almost like a piercing sort of weapon. Or he, some also, sort of he also webbed up and it was like shooting through holes in the web. That genuinely yeah. freaked me out when he was running towards the gun and it was kind of just skipping around and shooting these beams that yeah. presumably could just cut through anything uh, with enough power. And then the other one was like the gem or the power source that they had. And when it got irradiated in the x-ray machine, it kind of sent out like a pulse and it kind of rocked the foundation. And, yeah, and but the pulse up. that it sent out, what I, I guess what I'm saying is it didn't cut through anybody. It didn't dismember anybody. It just came out of his backpack and like kind of cut through the ceiling yeah. of the elevator. It, it was, was like the th- same power source, I mean. but I don't think it was like focused through because like whatever they had was like uh, that was the point was like to cut into the safe when the ATM or whatever. Um, but it. It also, he's like, I'm trying to save you, and it's exploding in his backpack, and he just like... It would have just been a little just, shockwave, and he would have been yeah. like, oof, and fallen on the ground. That's so. pretty much what happens, except for he falls into a fire. Like, that's I, the only part that was a problem. Yeah, I, that's why I thought, what it, What are these weapons? These what are wacky these alien weapons. Things? Crazy. Give me Stark tech any day. Um, but yeah, and then that does ruin his his chances with... Uh, the, I feel terrible. I don't remember Liz. Liz. Yes. Um who could forget? Um, <laughs> and yeah, her and her mom have to move to Oregon because Toombs is going to prison. Uh, we got the little cameo from uh, Scorpion as well. Matt Gargan. Oh yeah, Michael Mando. Yeah. yeah. From I, uh, Orphan Black. Yeah. I, I forget. I didn't realize where I had seen him. And then I watched uh, actually Orphan the first episode of Orphan Black last night. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, yeah. I would actually be excited to see like a, a Sinister Six type of type of thing again well, low that was, level that's that what was, they're hoping for that was interesting because i thought really like i thought that like sony said that they were going to do like a sinister six suicide movie, squad movie. <laughs> but like it wasn't gonna have spider-man in it and same with like a venom movie i think on it i i think they might be setting up miles morales for that reason. well they already said that i think didn't they say that the venom movie is going to be there isn't going to be spider-man and the villain's going to be carnage yeah he's going to be the hero yeah it's very strange but I, I wonder, I was kind of thinking that they might go with like, okay, they are still going to have Spider-Man, but it's not going to be the Peter Parker Spider-Man. He's going to father someone like Tony Stark. He's just like swing in and be like, you don't deserve the the symbiote. Yeah. You'd be like, no, take it away from him. <laughs> you need to be a Venom on your own. Yeah. So, I mean, they're clearly setting up a Sinister Six for this Spider-Man because yeah. in the in one of the post-credit scenes, all right, Toomes runs in into Gargan and mm-hmm. he says like, hey, um, I have, I, I have a, like basically I have guys on the outside and uh, word is you know who he is mm-hmm. but I guess what I'm saying is within this universe they can build up those same uh, villains and they can have uh, all of that and then the other Spider-Man comes swinging in I sure. g- well yeah. I guess the point the point was is that I thought what they said was that the like this Spider-Man will be separate from our other Spider-Man universe that will not have Spider-Man in it. Oh, okay. Oh. So, like, it was going to be, like, a Sinister Six without Spider-Man to fight, and mm. then you have Venom and Carnage and another thing, too. But so. what is that movie? Is I mean, I'm not joking. I don't know. Is, like, is that a Suicide Squad? I think like, the bad guys got it. It's the same thing as, like, what they were trying to do when they had when they were doing The Amazing Spider-Man, where it was like, we're going to make an Aunt May movie, and, <sighs> you know, like, they just had, like different treatments that never came to fruition which i think is probably what's happening here too where they're just like hey you know like we'll make a lot of movie this marvel deal but we can make our own money from a sinister six movie did we like the running theme of like your your aunt is hot through the whole movie i kind of thought it was fun that was all right 
Like I thought it, it created like a fun scene with him and that deli owner. Oh, that's true. That um, we never got any payoff for. We, you never got to see him like rebuild. I think it's like on a newspaper during the credits. Sure. You should have been like. Cut did you want like a? Spider-Man. Did you want like an extended scene where they like show like the reconstruction of the sandwich? I'm shop actually and- your uncle. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of like when they went out for pho later, like that the waiter hit on her. And Tony know. Stark is always talking about how hot she is. Yeah, and- I don't know. It was just a little, I don't know. It was just a little, um, yeah, I don't know. I think- easy, easy. Yeah, I think it was also kind of um, a reaction to fan reaction when they yes. first announced. Yeah. There were like Ant-Man. pictures of her like talking to, to Peter Parker, but it looked like she was hitting on him because yeah. just like, I don't know. I, she just made her wear really high pants. It was just like, yeah, she's an aunt. She's an aunt now. They sort of dressed her frumpishly. Yeah, frumpishly. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But it was also like, I really, it was cute. Like she dropped him off at the party and was like, oh, you're definitely going in. Like, I'm not letting you come back yeah. in the car. And like taught him was like teaching him how to dance for the homecoming and stuff. Like it was cute. I like that. Yeah. The, that, uh, the thing that I loved about that scene was Ned putting on that stupid fucking cowboy the hat <laughs> he had a different hat for every occasion it was kind of amazing yeah but the this one particularly when he's going to the party and of course like that hat's not going to do any favors for him but it was that thing where he's so nerdy he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't like he just knows that he doesn't want to be himself there because he would be uncomfortable sure. so he throws a hat on i was like this is perfect these are yeah. the nerds they're making decisions that are just you know yeah they, yeah. they don't get it um, since we're in spoilerium, spoiler, 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 spoilerium, yeah, um, it's like purgatory, except this is where you only hear spoilers. Um, oh God, I loved the Captain America cameo. Oh yeah, in it, and like it's a, it's not like yeah. a big cameo. It's just like when they're in gym class, he's yeah. the like instructional video, and Hannibal Burris, by the, the way, teacher. plays yeah. the gym teacher. He was really <laughs> funny. He is hilarious. Yeah. And he goes, I think, I think he's, he's a war criminal. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what makes this even better? One thing that I didn't realize um, was the 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 principal was the grandson, I guess, of one of the Howling Commandos from oh, that's right. Captain America. Really? And so here's a picture is. behind him. Yeah, of his and, grandfather. Yeah, and I I was like, is that a picture of him or whatever? Maybe, uh, but um, but then I went back and I watched Captain America. I was like, oh yeah, this guy's here, and uh, and so I was like, that's kind of a cool. Thing for him to be showing that kind of like yeah. within his school he's like yeah yeah my grandfather was part of this and oh that's interesting captain i didn't america, i didn't realize so that yeah. it kind of like even further excuses the fact that they're watching these captain america movies mm-hmm. so late into it yeah also it, did, you both stayed for like the end of the credits yes, right i yeah. did yeah that post-credit scene was so funny i saw it, i think before both before you guys and i just made sure to tell you to both stay for the uh mm-hmm. the yeah even like so one i have an app called i think it's run p where like it tells you how far one, you have to get to a bathroom well no it tells you like what like what point in the movie is a good time to go to the bathroom if you have to oh okay like it'll close. say like at 59 minutes and they sort of ex- like will shortly explain the scene so also you're not missing it totally but it also will tell you what if like the movie has post credit scenes, yeah. Spider Man mm-hmm. dies for ten minutes. You can go to the bathroom. It's a, so it says like this movie has two scenes, and one at the very end you have to stay for. Like it never gives like it <laughs> never gives like That's qualifiers good. like yeah. that. Okay. And so I was like, wow, this must be a really powerful. Like I wonder what yeah. it's going to be. And I was not let down. I thought that scene was so funny. So yeah. it's, I, so even though we're into spoilers, we probably won't give it away. But uh, like what, what it was. Well, I, we can keep, I, we can keep that. To, to, but yeah. I wanted to mention two other things real quick that were also spoiler things. What do you think of the MJ reveal? 
it was okay. I it, it because like did you see that coming? Um, is it even supposed to be? They there? say her name. I think for the first time is at the end of the movie where they're like, "Hey, Michelle." Like I don't think they say her. I think name. they say Michelle earlier. Do they? But and then and then she goes, "Oh, my friends call me MJ." So that is supposed to be Michelle Jane Watson. <laughs> Michelle Jones is her character. Michelle Jones, Phone, okay. full character name. MJ, got it. So, I mean, I think they could ease it. I think they might have been just kind of like teasing it out, see what people think. But I think they could easily turn it around and just say like, uh, you know, when Mary Jane comes along, he just says, oh, I had a friend named MJ or something That's like true. that. Uh, well, I think the other thing, too, is that like enough of these characters are are either like cast like different races or different ages or different kind of like time periods that like I'm fine with. MJ being a very different character than what I'm used to. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm fine with Amy Brandt being a kid who's on the school news team and not at the daily beat. Like all that stuff is fine. Like flash is a little different. Like the Ned character is interesting that he has someone to talk to about yeah. being Spider-Man is very different. I'll end. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the Ned character was actually kind of, um, I guess he was, uh, his character is very similar to another character that was in the miles Morales version okay. of it so did he have like a confidant or yeah like a yeah he had a friend oh, cool. who was almost exactly like it and the one of the creators of that character was like i thought it was weird that they put him in this movie where it doesn't really like not all of the character interactions would make sense but he has this exact same personality hmm. as uh as this person but he has the name of a different person who actually is in the the peter parker uh side of things so yeah I thought I thought it was kind of weird that they just kind of like uh, picked and choose what they what they wanted to put in Who there. Who was but more true to the yeah? I mean, it was kind of interesting. I mean, it's like for Marvel to be finally get Spider Man and kind of do a very a very different kind of interpretation, like enough enough changes at least, like no no straight up origin, and I, I don't know. Just it was it was interesting that they kind of took a few chances. Yeah. Um. And the last big reveal, like I think the last shot of the movie before the credit starts is he gets his suit back. He gets his suit back. He gets home safe and sound and in his room and his aunt finds out that he's Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's interesting. It, it sets up a good kind of uh, what's going to happen. It's yeah, weird it's because like, like there, there was like he's going to be in two Avengers movies before the next Spider-Man movie. So like when Aunt May's watching the Infinity Wars on the I, news, like, I almost want home like whatever Spider-Man Homecoming two is called to open with her finishing because she's basically she sees him in the suit in his room and she goes what the f-? and then like the, it cuts to credits. Ba-da. I almost want like the second movie to start with her going Uck. and like just finishing the sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uck, are you doing? That's the worst cosplay I've ever yeah. seen. Here, let me help you yeah. with this thing. Uh, the real Spider-Man would be ashamed. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I just like, I, but like, realistically, he's going to be in two more movies after yeah. this one, so it, it can't it's really. Just, it's just an interesting wrinkle because I mean, part of it is that he he keeps that secret so that the villains and other people can't you know leverage that against him, right? And the fact that she knows is a liability, and the fact that Vulture knows and will eventually get out of prison and possibly form a posse you guys okay my luck has been good especially with what i called for the starting of this movie <laughs> mysterio we've got to have mysterio in the next movie i want mysterio really bad yeah yeah even I'm, just a little I'm bit blind. of a shocker treatment where it was kind of a low level one i would love that someone who does holograms mm-hmm. fishbowl helmet something i want i want it i'm calling it <laughs> just a guy who gets a fishbowl stuck on his head yeah like, i will yeah. call myself Mysterio. <laughs> so what's the deal with you dude like i don't know what's the fishbowl for uh, i do like uh magic tricks <laughs> wait tell oh. me you didn't just fall into that fishbowl no uh spider man did this to me 
Oh, do you want to help? Tony Stark got me stuck in this fishbowl when he yeah. was younger. His father put this on back in the fifties, <laughs> and now I haven't been able to get it off. What did you guys think about the suit? The other one, the one that he the, didn't wear. Oh, the 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 oh, spider the iron, armor, the iron spider yeah. that they—that's kind of a Civil War reference. Yeah. in the comics. You know what? That. I was going to yeah. actually bring that up because there's a part where, like, the whole movie. Peter Parker's basically trying to prove himself to get into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And and Tony Stark at a certain point just like just stay on like be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Like just stay ground level. And then at the end of the movie, um Tony brings him to the Avengers compound and is like, "Hey, we have a whole camera crew out there. We're going to announce you as the newest member of the Avengers." And he kind of goes, "Thanks but no thanks. I want to stay on the ground level. You were right." Like I'm, I'm better served helping people on the streets, mm-hmm. and so he turns down the Iron Spider armor. I thought that I thought the armor looked really cool. I thought it was pretty hmm. cool, but I feel like it just it, it was. <laughs> you did not like it. I thought the opposite. I really, it pretty shitty. I think. Oh. Well, I think that's a little bit the point is that the Iron Spider like armor, at least in the comics, doesn't look. It's gold and red, and it's more like it is like halfway between Iron Man and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it in that sense. It's like. Hey, you can join the Avengers. Look, I've of course I've made an even crazier suit that's like practically mine, and and it's this thing that like you have no choice in. Like it's it was nothing. It wasn't close to his original street clothes, like blue and red, the eyeball. The I don't know. So in the sense of like that was the right armor to turn down. That was symbolic of like that's Spider Man as an Avenger, and this is Spider Man saying like I need to be responsible and like I have a lot more to learn. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. What is what is relatively the the low key armor the yeah. one that you've given me and learn learn even how to do that like he doesn't have any idea what half of the stuff on his suit even does so far right so yeah but I yeah agree to I wouldn't you, you mean you wouldn't wear it I would wear it <laughs> oh okay <laughs> of course yeah absolutely I'd paint it though so. I I felt like that was almost the point was like oh look yes you can join and like here's this thing and it's like he got to have fun making his own Spider-Man version of the Iron Man armor kind of yeah. a thing. So. Yeah. And I kind of like, yeah, I mean, he turned it down, but then I don't know if we want to get into spoilers for future movies. Say what? But uh, they showed some footage from Comic-Con of the Infinity War. What? They oh, did? I don't, I don't want to. Oh, wait. I don't, I don't want spoilers for oh, it. Oh, I don't and know. And I'm not going to say anything Okay. About it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know if I want to hear about this. When did this happen? This uh, I don't know. I thought Comic Con uh, hadn't happened yet. Was what it, am I talking about? Was it D twenty three? The like Disney? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the one. D23. But there was there was Infinity War stuff. Yeah. Okay. They, they I will. Like a, a, I will scene. tread lightly and maybe look and look into it. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I can see what you're alluding to, maybe, but uh, okay, maybe. We'll All right, we'll see. Maybe. Myster- maybe. I got it. Mysterio's in Infinity War. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the villain. He kills Thanos in yeah. the first two minutes, and Thanos Mysterio's. has always been a Mysterio illusion. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> He's the yeah. ultimate villain of. He was the he was uh, uh, Dormammu and Doctor Strange. Oh my he god! Was, uh, he's been out pulling all the strings. Wow, he Ultron. was Michael Keaton. Yeah. Ah, good stuff, Mysterio. Great. <laughs> well, guys, it's been fun. Has it? What a wild ride! Uh, swinging through the city with you guys <laughs> in this adventure. He doesn't really swing through the city very much. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I guess that's it for this episode. Oh, we're off to bed. We're off to bed. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put each other to bed and uh, say good night. Wake up for the next film. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so we'll be back in a couple weeks with something. Who the fuck <laughs> knows? 
But uh, to play us out, oh, I thought we should play a little Turn Off the Dark okay. with the titular song, Turn Off the Dark. Uh, this has been uh, the Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm er, you're Max. <laughs> and you're Robert. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, guys, we'll see you next time. And don't forget when you leave the room to turn off the dark. Yep. Never forget to turn off the dark. And make sure you howl, Max. <laughs> I, I already did it. Well, I, we're now we're going into this. Is this even the song yet? Are we? Do you want just to fast forward to some <laughs> yeah. words? Some some re- meat on this song. Ah, there's Tom Holland. <laughs> okay, guys, turn off the dark. Bye. Bye, guys.